Hi, welcome back to Our Hollywood. I'm Kim. I'm Daniel. And today we don't have a date guest because why? Because we're Daniel? a mess. And also, I think exactly. this week is really confusing. And also, this upcoming week is very stressful. And so I was like, let's do something a little more fun, fun and like calm than something like something that's not too deep well i mean i i guess okay so the topic for this week if you didn't already you clicked on this so you know but it's lindsay lohan raised a generation and when we first started this podcast i was like we have to do an episode on lindsay lohan like i was so adamant about it i was like we have we have but not only not only did you want to do this episode you wanted this name like you were like this is how this is exactly what it's going to be called it's okay i don't know i don't know what's going on but okay strongly about it i feel like i'm not alone no you're definitely not yeah it's definitely like an eye-catching title Mm -hmm. because it sounds a lot more well okay we'll get into it it's a big Um, statement yes there we go that's what i was trying to say yes okay so Sorry, go ahead. So, with that being said, of course we have a BuzzFeed quiz. Of course. I mean, come on now. Who are we? So this one is, which Lindsay Lohan character are you? Okay, I'm going to take a guess. You are 100% going to get the Lola. 100%. Yeah, if I don't, I'm going to be really confused. Well, okay, also, the picture has like... Or like her character can get a clue. I could also get down with. Okay. Okay, let's just start it. Yeah, I don't know it either. Okay, so pick a high school movie. Clueless, The Breakfast Club, 10 Things I Hate About You, Bring It On, Heather's High School Musical. Okay, also, um, for anyone who doesn't know, Bring It On, part of it was filmed at our high school. Just a little fun fact. Yeah, the iconic scene where the Clovers come and call out the Toros for Mm -hmm. stealing their at the football game. That was one at our high school. And honestly, that's the coolest thing to me. Yeah. I hate high school, but oh, yeah. whenever I hated it so much, I would remember that happened there. So. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to go with... if Okay, I'm going to pick Heather's because I feel like you have a different option here. But that's really the only one I like for those movies. Well, in high school musical, I guess. Okay, I love all of these movies, personally. <laughs> But I think Cher probably had the biggest effect on me as a human. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, Next one is, what's your dream job? Model, singer, explorer, fashion designer, magazine editor, actor. The way all of these, like, besides explorer, were, like, like what I thought was going to happen when I was older. Like, when the I was way, watching like, movies, like, live in, in real time, um, all of these were options for me. Like, I literally wanted to do every single one of these things. Yeah, they're all very teen movie jobs. I'm going to pick Explorer because, honestly, none of the other ones interest me. <laughs> um, I don't know what that means, though. Like, Indiana Jones? Like, I don't... I guess, like, just a traveler. Also, you're getting a treat if you're watching this on YouTube because I have my Lola necklace on. Um, oh, I had... Yeah. I bought a fishnet top 
I'm literally dressed up as Lola Step, like the one where she literally moves to New Jersey and she was wearing that fishnet top. I don't have the fishnet top because I bought one and the neckline was all funky. And I was like, what is this? So it was really that weird. wasn't going to be my Halloween costume. Honestly, I feel like it would have still worked. Like, yeah, it looked weird, but it I still worked. I just it so much. Oh, okay. I just didn't like how it looked. Because, like, if I don't feel good in what I'm wearing, I don't fucking wear it. Like, I can't. Like, I will have okay so. <laughs> um <laughs> so i look right. shaggy this year <laughs> okay. I, I don't know i really would love all of these roles i don't think i'm gonna automatically say no to magazine editor because i don't like reading <laughs> okay well yeah i mean that would rule it out i like putting things together but i don't like reading so yeah not gonna do that definitely not a model would cry not a singer i guess i'll go fashion designer Okay. Because I don't no, think okay. I can act either. I would love to, but I don't think I can. Yeah, I think yeah. a lot of people would, would want to be an actor, but again, yeah. it's not here for me. Anxiety. Um, the reason why I can't do singer or actor is because I have a stage right. So. Okay, great. <laughs> um, choose a character from Mean Girls. Regina George, Karen Smith, Janice Ian, Kevin G, Gretchen Wieners, or Aaron Samuels. Oh, okay. I'm going to go with Janice. Okay. The face you just gave me. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm gonna go with Gretchen because she was my favorite. Okay. okay. Um, pick it a was color. because she was the only like brown-haired character. The color oh I'm gonna say purple. Okay. okay, I'm gonna say blue. Also, that is not orange. It says orange, but that is not orange. That is orange. That looks brown. It doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway, choose a character from The Parent Trap. I don't remember this movie. I know I saw it multiple times, and I remember the plot, but, like, I don't... Okay, so the options are Meredith Blake. That I remember. Her character is burnt yeah. into my brain. Um, Nick Parker, <laughs> Elizabeth James, Martin, Chessie, Grandpa Charles. I'm just going to pick Meredith because I don't remember anyone else. I'm going to pick Elizabeth James, which is the mom, because she was okay. so sweet loved her wait the the real mo- okay yeah this yeah, the is the stepmom right okay. yeah because nick is so dumb for dating meredith like what i don't understand how they came to that conclusion uh, and i'll save it okay <laughs> um pick a thousands accessory using a hair tie as a necklace hair wraps chains on your jeans playboy belly rings skinny scarves or chunky hair bands wait this is a really fun question you go first I'm gonna do skinny scars because it's a trend that I've been wanting to bring back, but I'm, I'm so scared to do it. And also, Why? I can't really find any skinny scars. I can't really find them. Like they're oh. kind of hard to find. Maybe I'll look on eBay. Okay. <laughs> I do love chunky uh, bands as well. But. Yeah, I, that's a trend that I like. I think I want to do chains on your jeans because you do that. I just yeah, I just feel yeah. I tried it, did not like it, but the idea is there. Yeah. Um. Pick another thousands teen star. Hilary Duff, Mandy Moore, Julia Stiles, Gabrielle Union, Anne Hathaway, Reese Witherspoon. There you hmm. go. Um, I'm going to go. Yeah, very incorrect. Why would it? It's like they spelled it like the candy. Oh, wait. No, never mind. <gasps> <laughs> Pretend I didn't say that. Um, I'm going to go with um, Anne Hathaway. I'm gonna go with Hillary Duff. Okay. I, what the fuck? This is oh my wrong. god. 
Okay, what did you get? You go first. I got Annie from Parent Trap. Okay, like what does it say? Though, like, British sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, well, I guess. Okay, just like Annie, you come across very aloof and glamorous. But deep down, you're real softy and you're always up for a laugh or in a new adventure. You're a very loyal friend. Once you really opened up to somebody, they're a friend for life. Okay, fine. Okay. The description got me. But yeah. Um, okay. So, I got Lola from Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. <laughs> so, the description what? says... Yeah, I don't get it either. I thought I was going to get the Mean Girls character. Um, it says, just like Lola, you love being the center of attention. Uh, yeah. You have a tendency to over-dramatize... I don't know if that's called right. Situations, which means you can be very emotional. But you're also the most fun, and you're the life and soul of every party. Okay. I don't know. I don't know about that one. No. That's not right for you. Not you just getting mad because I got Lola? Well, anyway. But okay. the description is really bad. If I, had, like, yeah, no. if I cut that description, I'd be a little upset. It's also very... Yeah. You definitely not, not like that. Yeah, no. No. Um, but I'm kind of glad that I won. I won the game. So... Basically, our Lindsay Lohan knowledge, nauseous, oh my god, knowledge, I basically grew up watching Lindsay Lohan movies, obviously, like, I was born in 1998, so it was kind of, like, prime time, and I'm a girl, so, and I love clothes, and a lot of her characters were very fashion forward, I would say, Mm -hmm. besides, like, Katie, but I feel like every other one, they all dress pretty nice, and I love that. And I didn't really understand until later in life, you know, when you reflect on, like, what formed you as a human. I realized that a lot of her characters that she played formed a lot of my, like, the way I was growing up. Also, Um, what I was going to say was I, when I was watching Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen literally 30 minutes ago, I was like, okay, um, I not only I can literally see like how you dress in that and also like the way she acts I was like this makes a lot of sense yeah I really internalized Lola like I internalized the shit out of Lola yeah <laughs> my god um so yeah you could say I'm a stan and also I was really heartbroken when I was reading all these tabloids and stuff like I remember being like probably I think it was in like elementary school or like middle school when she was like yeah I was in like middle school when she was having her downfall and I just remember seeing all the tabloids because me and my mom always like picked up like People magazine and stuff growing up and I was just like wow this is really sad and then I just kind of forgot about her which I feel like a lot of the world did. Yeah which is really sad. But that's my brown. Um I definitely did not have as much like Lindsay Lohan did not have as much of an influence on me as much as she did on you but I do remember her seeing like all of these movies but I didn't realize it until we were like looking at the movies for this episode and I was like okay I've seen like all of these um yeah. which I feel like is a lot but of people it's so weird because she wasn't in even that yeah yeah but she wasn't even in a lot of movies like there's only like five movies like big movies that she's been in and they were all yeah. within four of them or like yeah four of them were within three years so or no three of them were within two years 
Because yeah, I don't yeah. really count Herbie fully loaded. Like, okay. really. I don't feel like that many people watched it. I love I Herbie was, fully loaded. I do, too. I just feel like no one talks about it. Yeah, no. Anyway. So the first thing that Lindsay Lohan, like, had her first big, big break in was The Parent Trap, which is iconic, truly. And I think especially with her being as young as she was, and being able to pull off two of those, like I literally thought when I was watching it that they were actually twins. Like these were like real twins, not. I did too. Yeah, I think we it all is... had that experience. It, yeah. It's so crazy. How were they able to do that in the nineties like that? I don't know. It's kind of scary because also, it just the way that she interacts with herself. I just don't understand how a child can do that. Yeah, it, it's insane. So like, I think that's why like she like after that i feel like there's a lot of pressure to like you know continue that momentum anyway besides the point i love that movie and also like meredith blake was so scary to me <laughs> she still is every movie that she's been in that i've seen her in she's so scary really i don't remember seeing her in any other movies she's always plays like villains mm. well she but, has like, a very villain face i feel like like very much yeah. RBF, very much uh, RBF. Yeah, um, and I so just scary. didn't really understand how their little sweet father, who's like kind of like an outdoorsy, like very much a guy's guy, like type of dude. How did he land on her? Like I was just really confused. I don't know, and also it's because like a lot of that's like a very big trope. <laughs> It's like, oh, the dad is so innocent, but there's an evil stepmom. And I'm like, I don't understand this trope at all. Yeah. But she was kind of iconic, like her looks and stuff. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, yeah. So that was like Lindsay Lohan's big role. There's not like a ton to say because she was like a child and it's just like really immaculate how she was acting that well. Also, I saw a movie the other day. not really a star. Huh? Yeah that I saw the movie the other day, and it aged very well. well there are some parts where you're like, okay. But for the most part, it aged very well. A hundred percent. It's a really good movie, and we stand. Uh-huh. Um, moving on. Is that, was that a Disney movie? That um, came out the yes. year. Yes. Wait, I don't know. I feel like they were all Disney movies. Um, they all feel like it. Okay, that, that movie came out in 1998, by the way. Um, yeah, because it's on Disney+, yeah. Plus, so I'm just going to assume that it's a Disney movie. Yeah. Okay, and then the next movie she was in was Get a Clue, which was a Disney movie. Mm-hmm. That was like a decom. Um, oh my god, I forgot she was in Life Size. No, she was in Life Size first. <gasps> oh! Why did I forget she was in Life Size? Okay, so she was in a bunch of Disney movies after that. She kind of became like a Disney kid, but she didn't have a show on Disney. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. I feel like she's the only Disney kid that was like a Disney movie kid. Yeah. So she was in Life Size, and then she was in Getting Clue, which I think are both like really great, iconic, especially for like young girls at the time. I feel like it was just like a mainstay or maybe more so like life-size because it got like a reboot um like kind of recently and wait was Lindsay Lohan in the reboot no I don't think so that's so sad yeah I know um it was more of like a Tyra Banks movie but 
anyways she was in both of those movies and i think get a clue also i just rewatched it and i was like oh my god these outfits are so good like this is how people want to dress nowadays and i think that's so crazy and i think i was really thinking about it and i was like i think people like you know how like fashion comes in cycles like people are like people are just dressing like how they did how they did a couple of decades ago people so mad about that first of all second of all it's because at the time when you're growing up you're watching those things and you're seeing those people dress up the way they do so and you like that when you're growing up it's really nostalgic so that's why people dress like that now you know like literally all of her outfits in that movie i was like whoa literally could i want that now on my body immediately yeah also um, when, when i was watching um confessions of a teenage drama queen it's like there's a new outfit every five minutes i'm like oh my god yeah. the, the budgeting literally. for the costume department yeah why isn't life size on her imdb because i looked at her imdb for like the movies so weird it's not on there she, okay, she's she has life size two on her IMDb, so maybe she made like a yeah. cameo. Maybe I didn't watch the second one. Yeah, me either. Yeah, but that's so weird that the first life size isn't on there. Anyways, that's why I missed it. So sorry about that. I'm not really going to. We're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> sorry, Lindsay. Um, but I don't. It was more like a Tyra Banks movie more than anything. Yeah. And that was really smart of them because I feel like Tyra Banks was really popular at that time, and so was Lindsay Lohan. Like. So it was kind of, it was really smart on their part. Anyways, so get a clue. You didn't watch that. So we're not going to talk about it that much. No, but also when I was making the little like thing for the Instagram, I read the plot and I was like, if I had seen this when it came out, I would have loved it so much. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, you should still watch it. I think you would still like it. I love a teenage Um, mystery. Yeah, I really liked it because like the, the... if you've watched it, she's like a, she's pretty rich and she lives in Manhattan in New York. And um, she basically, one of her teachers goes missing and she's trying to figure it out. Like who, like if he got murdered or not. And actually the, cause I love the nanny too. I grew up watching that. And Max Sheffield is like the villain pretty much okay. in that movie. And the reason like she's able to pick out like something's off about him is because she knows so much about fashion. <laughs> That's kind of well, fun. Like, I yeah, I was like, I love this. So I liked that movie knowledgeable about like the things that she grew up with, but trust, but like her boy opposite um was the opposite he lived in brooklyn and he had like a single mother and you know that type of thing like they're very opposite of each ended my only thing with that movie is like how the two people of color in the movie are the side characters to oh. the two white leads um yeah but i still think they're good char- side characters for the time mm-hmm. also like- gonna give a shout out to brenda song because the only like she is i'm pretty sure she's filipino um so i'm gonna give her a shout out because i love her and she inspired me when i, was I love brenda song brenda song is so good yeah she's so funny she's great 
comedic. I love her in Dollface too. Um, oh her, yeah, yeah, she's really great. <laughs> um, and then they had like a, I don't know, if, I think he's Middle Eastern. I, I, they probably, I, I didn't, I don't really remember. They probably played it off like he was like Indian or something because he was like techie and like was into videos. Oh, okay. and you know how like Disney likes to do that. Yeah. It's so weird. But yeah, I think you should still watch the movie. And I think it's still, it's really cheesy, of course, but I think it, it's really sweet how they do it. And it's like a sweet, like friendship, like mystery type of thing. That's fine. Now, those Scooby Doo kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Scooby Doo, like, yeah. Nancy Drew type of vibes. Like, yeah, you know what it is. So, this is where we get to the best part. <laughs> so, within. From 2003 um, to 2004, um, so within a year, Lindsay Lohan was in Freaking Friday, then Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, then Mean Girls. Wow. And let's just, wow. Yeah. What a lineup. Yeah. In in such little time where she literally had to have been filming it back to back. Mm -hmm. Like she probably had like a month off and was like, okay, back to work. If even that. Yeah, Exactly. And she was really, she wasn't even, uh, she was young. She was like 18 or something. That's wild. Like that. I, don't, I don't know how, well, like, I feel like it's, it's a little bit easier to understand what happened to her when you look at what, how, like, the media was talking about her and the things they were saying about her. And on top of that, she was, like, constantly working. So, like. like mm-hmm. And she was, like, 17 at the time. So, like, Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And Free Friday is still iconic. All of these movies are still iconic to yeah. this day. And I think it's so crazy, like, to think about how, like, I just saw a bunch of, like, people dress up like these people every year for Halloween still. Mm-hmm. And I think Freaky Friday is a little weird just because of, like, the whole, when they switch bodies and the mom and Chad Malcolm Murray's character, like, start flirting with each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's really um, odd, but, yeah. Okay, but when you think about it, it's, like, actually Lola, so it's, or not Lola, yeah. Anna. Oh, God. Wait, okay, which one came out first? Let's go movie by movie. Freaky Friday came out first, which is Okay, cool. So, I, the reason, well, number one, I love the concept of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. You can do so much with it, but also, I really like that they make a new one every year. I feel like a lot of people are like, man, like, boo, like, remakes. But I think it's really cool that it has a little, it's like a Star is Born. You know, like, they can make a new one every couple of years, and it's still going to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not me comparing Lindsay Lohan's Freaky Friday to the Academy Award winning film, A Star is Born. But what I'm trying to say is Freaky that, like. Freaky Friday should have won an Academy Award. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, What I'm just trying to say is, like, the story is so, like, universal and, like, not universal, like. You, yeah. Obviously, no one's gone through this, but I mean, like the well, the message of the story works yeah, so it's well just that like they can trying to put yourself in somebody else's shoes. Literally, yeah. Literally, literally. And also, and I, I really like this one because I feel like, especially when you're a teen, and like you don't really you don't appreciate at all what your parents do for you. Yeah. Ever, like really. So I really like how they did that and especially because lawyer right she was like yeah she was and um she was really together and like 
Like they Hello? couldn't like see each other's see each other's point of view ever. Like they were never gonna be on the same page. So they literally had to physically like really be put in each other's shoes. So I think it's really cool. I mean, I think the whole point of that like storyline is literally to make people see each other those differences and like still mm -hmm. appreciate them as a person. Not in the new remake that's literally coming out in the end of the month, like freaky where like they're switching bodies with a serial killer. I mean, we haven't watched it yet, so I don't know how they're gonna <laughs> do with that. Well, it, but... it's a fun spin on it. Like they're they're yeah. they're spicing it up this time, but I I, yeah. I I don't think it's gonna be the same message at all. No. Um, I was gonna say something. I love this character and like, um, Chad. Mar this started my Chad Michael Murray fixation. Like it, it's honestly just a good time. And then like this the friends of hers, I like that song. Um, yeah not even a real song and it's so good and it's like i wish they had like made it into an actual song and like released it it was so freaking good also something that i noticed she sings in like all her movies mm -hmm. like yeah. they'll bring in a musical number out of nowhere which i don't i have no complaints about i just want it to be on record that i have zero complaints about this yeah. but i just don't understand it yeah and then yeah it's so weird that she was she was just in like disney movies and she was never in a disney tv show so I think maybe they tried to do the thing that they do with every Disney Channel star is like they're in the TV show, they do songs, whatever. And I think maybe she was maybe the first one that they were trying to do. Well, because it happened in the 2000s. Yeah. Was this thing where like, oh, they sing and they act. And then sometimes they dance. <laughs> and I think they were just, she was like the first type of group to do that. And it just, yeah. I don't know, really weird. But Anna's such a cool character in general. Yeah. Like, she's so freaking cool. Like, I loved how they did, like, she's the little, like, rock and roll, like, whatever the also, hell she's trying to do. The way that they both, like, like, when you watch the movie, both Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan are so good that, like, mm -hmm. as soon as they switch bodies, you're like, okay, they're the other characters now. And you yeah. never forget that. Like, you can tell that it's the other um, mm -hmm. character that they're playing, which is so yeah. fun. It's so good. And then again, like, it, and she was so young. She was like probably like 17 when they filmed this or 16 or something. Mm -hmm. Like, it's insane how good of an actor she was that she was able to carry a lead role with Jamie Lee Curtis. Yes. Like, that's iconic. Like, that, that is really iconic. Is. And yeah, I wanted Jamie Lee Curtis to be my mom. I think everyone did. Like, I, I love like, that movie so I much. I think Gen Z has a comfort with Jamie Lee Curtis that I think is yeah. You know what? It might be because of Freaky Friday. It might be. Dead ass. And also because I feel like everyone, like, when they were younger, like, during Halloween parties, everyone, the basic, the most basic Halloween movie is literally Halloween. Mm -hmm. So, like, I feel like a lot of people have memories with that movie, too. So, it's like, Jamie Lee Curtis just has a lot of, you're right, like, she has a lot of comfort with yeah. our generation. Yeah, and I think the go same goes with Lindsay Lohan. Like, it really, like, when you're watching these movies, you're watching them, like, I guess for us like either you were in middle school or you're elementary school watching this like and it's basically like watching what you want your older life to be like because i think when you're in elementary school elementary school and high school or middle school you're thinking about oh my god we're uh, the whole thing is like we're going to high school everything is about going to high school uh, yeah. like, what are you going to be when you're in high school blah blah blah, blah. 
So I think because Lindsay Lohan, all of these characters are in high school. All the yeah. ones that she plays are in high school, like these iconic movies. So she really idealized what high school was supposed to be for us. I mean, high school is not like that in the movie. No, like, definitely not. Movies. But I definitely got my impression of high school from all three of these movies, leading to the literal being that is my existence. Like, oh my literally, God. this movie is everything to me. Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen. Okay. Uh, yes. I, uh, I... Yeah. No, you go first. Oh. You go first. Okay. Well, so I love this movie so freaking hard. Absolutely so freaking hard. Because Lola was literally everything I wanted to be. Like, I really like her character. Just, I, I think her character holds up pretty well. And yeah. I like how she was always the one she's very confident in herself she's very confident yeah she's a little bratty whatever but she's in high school like everybody is um and she's dramatic because she is like that's literally the title um and i think the fangirlness like and that she wanted to be like an actor and she was super fashionable like she was just pretty much everything i wanted to be so i love her and I love this movie because I think I've talked to you, I told you this before, Daniel, but I like how the conflict, which I feel like in a lot of high school movies, it's like, oh, the mean girl and the main character are fighting over a boy. Yeah. But in this movie, the mean girl and the main character, which is Megan Fox, who is flawless in this role. Yes. Uh -huh. um, they are fighting because they both are like very confident women and they want to be the best at like, the things that they do at the very bones. Yeah. I think at surface so. level, it's like, oh, they're looking for the that little the rock star guy, right? Mm -hmm. But when you like, they're not. They're actually trying to be the coolest. Like one up each girl, other, you know? Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like it's actually not at all about the rock star. It doesn't. No, even, it's and not. you can tell when they show him and he's like a drunk, and she's yeah. like, "Wow, you suck." Um, and then it kind of shows. And then at the end, yeah. sorry, go ahead. Which I think is like what you get when you're younger. You get when when you get what you get when you're younger is like, oh, they're going to a party and they're racing to see this guy. But yeah. when you're older and rewatching it, you're like, no, like they're in competition with each other. And like it's I, I get like the whole like pitting girls against each other, but I think But they make up at the end. And that's what I was about to say. Is yeah. that I when okay, so like the guy shows up to the party and he's like, oh, like, Lola won. Guys, like, everyone believes her now. And then Megan Pox, like, falls into the pool. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh, it's going to be one of those, oh, the bad girl got what she deserved, you know? But then um, Lola goes up to her and, like, helps her up. And then yes. they're friends now. Which but I was she's like, okay. a good person at the end yeah. of it. Like, she's just, like, yeah, she's a drama queen, whatever. Like, it is very dramatic. And that's just how she is. But she's still a good person. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I, I love her. God. I wish you could see my face right now. I love her so much. <laughs> okay, so I had never seen this movie. And my I honestly barely even knew it existed. I just knew because you talk about it. But, like, I didn't know what it was about at all. So I was like, I'm going to watch it before the podcast because I know we're going to talk. I knew we were going to talk about this one a lot. And so I was like, let me – I feel like I, I need to. So I watched it. And it, I was surprised at how well it holds up. I think all her movies hold up very well because mm -hmm. sometimes when we're watching like some like throwback movies um i like 
I sometimes have a hard time focusing on them because I'm like, okay, this is old. Like, I don't know, something about them. But this one, I was like, okay, me watching a movie made for children. And I was like completely into the story of the film. And I don't know, the characters done really well. Like, yeah, she's overdramatic. Oh, also, I, this movie is literally just Ladybird uh, for kids. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. No, it literally is. I was watching it and I was like, okay, this is the original Ladybird. It's just <gasps> slightly different. But I, th- I mean, one of the most important relationships is between her and her mom. Also, I feel like when I was like, if I had seen this when I was a kid, I would have been like, her mom is like so, like, not letting her do anything. But then when I was watching it, I was like, I, I, I so agree chill. with the mother. Yeah. Yeah. Her mom is like, so chill in comparison. Yeah. When she complains that the dad is like, I'll drop you off and then pick you off after, I'm like, that is such a good deal, Lola. Why are you I complaining? I, I know. I know. I literally was rewatching it when I was, got older, and I was like, she's so stupid. Like, that's my biggest critique of that movie. Is like, why didn't she yeah. just let her father drop her the off? The movie could have been over. But also, she would have never ended up at that party. So Yeah, exactly. I, I get for story plot devices, but as, like, a person, I'm like, that is such a sweet deal. <laughs> it really is. Um, what other thoughts? Oh, Megan Fox looks exactly the same. I don't mm-hmm. understand beautiful i just don't get it i love the character carla santini and also yeah. like her Jador dior shirt lives forever in my mind <laughs> yeah they both had very good outfits throughout yeah. the entire movie I also the when the they friend, get older they would be great friends like once they get over yeah. the high school stupid drama like and they're like college whatever i think they would be great friends i would 100 percent watch a sequel like a college-based sequel yeah. Plus, it could be about uh, literally anything else. It's too late now, but... No, I... F- <laughs> they... Okay, it wouldn't be the first time Hollywood makes, like, 40-year-olds play um, high schoolers. 40-year-olds? No, I know, but that was... Like, okay, Lindsay Lohan, because of all the shit that she did after, like, she doesn't look the same. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I... I don't know. I would still watch it. Is she doing anything? Where is she? She okay, let's finish this first, and then we'll we'll discuss where she is because okay. I yes yes. Anyway, is I was so deeply affected by this movie, like it's still like to this day I get so excited watching it, and I think it's it's one of my comfort movies for sure, for sure. So I think this is just a movie I will recommend to everybody, no matter the time of my life is, because I think it's just such a good story, and I think you can. I know it's so stupid. I'm literally talking about a Disney movie, but like, <laughs> I, I literally stand by this movie so hard, so hard, and I think a lot of people, are like my our age, like can especially girls can like relate to this, like especially because like fangirls are like a huge thing with like One Direction yeah. and like. Oh, Alex- also the the rock star guy is literally Harry Styles. Anyway. No. No, literally. I mean, Harry Styles, if he was, like, a drunkard, like... Oh, yeah. I meant, like, in terms of, like, the clothing and the way that the... Um, oh, yeah. The female characters are acting around. Like, I, it's him. Well, he's, I mean, like, British. Harry Styles also is, like, Mick, it, it's more like a Mick Jagger situation. Oh, yeah, good point. Okay, yeah. yeah but, like, I get, I get what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Harry oh. Styles is definitely influenced by Mick Jagger and, you know, Elton John. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff and Prince. So I really, also, yeah, Stu Wolf. Oh, my Lord. I know you're <laughs> supposed to like, like, the high school boy that she's, like, into or, like, is really. Also, that boy is so sweet. I love him. Yeah. The one that, like, he steals the dress for her. And, like, it's just very low key. I like how that wasn't the main storyline. Yeah, like, a very boring character, but he holds yeah. his ground. He's sweet. Like, he was just, like, there, and he would listen to her, and, 
Like, he didn't, he never, like, talked down to her. Yeah. Ever, which I feel like uh, sometimes, like, men do. Like, they're like, why do you care so much about this stupid dress? Why do you care so much about this stupid concert? Like, yeah. But he accepted her kind of like as she was. But also and, neither did the dad, which was also. Yeah, the exactly. Dad the dad, like, there was, like, a lot of positive male characters in this movie. Yeah. Which is really odd for, like, 2000 movies. But, like, all the men pretty much are good. Even Stu Wolf comes around. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I really, like, I just really love this movie. Like, it's a positive father figure. It's, like, a positive, like, love interest. It's a positive, like, other love interest, which is also weird. But, like, well, not me... love interest, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, is... okay, this this isn't going to shock you at all. But this movie was written and directed by a woman. Yeah. It was two, two different women, but, like, they were, obviously, it was a female-made movie. And a lot of her movies were, like, like, Get a Clue was directed by a woman and written by a woman. Mean Girls was written by a woman. Freaky mm-hmm. Friday was also written by a woman. Um, Herbie Fully Loaded was directed by a woman, which I think explains why these movies are... Um, so impactful to females. Like, yeah. Gen Z and, like, millennial females. 100%. Yeah, it makes so much sense. And, like, I feel like all these movies were, like, super successful. So I just don't understand why we stopped making these types of movies like i really don't get it i get we have to evolve with the times but i also think these themes are so universal yeah i think to to compare it to something that's like what what like this kind of genre i guess the Mm -hmm. most recent thing i can think of is emily in paris and that is not no it it didn't land supposed to be like 23 or something she's like out of college oh really honestly i didn't watch it (laughs) i didn't watch it either I literally watched, I watched the first two episodes and I hated her character and I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing. Okay. Lindsay Lohan's character in Confessions of a uh, Teenage Drama Queen is like on the edge of unbearable, but because it's Lindsay Lohan, you're like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's played, she's super likable. Like, yeah. And I think also like, I don't know. I just, yeah, I love this movie. Oh yeah. Stu Wolf. That's what I was going to, that's the So, Stu Wolf, I knew we were supposed to focus, like, we're supposed to be like, oh, cute, the little boy from high school. No. My ass was like, Stu Wolf. Stu Wolf. Of course it was. I thought he was so freaking handsome. I was like, yeah, that's my type. I was like, what? I, I was like in elementary school when this came out, and I was like, wow. Oh, I my was, God. Like, that one. So, if that doesn't say anything to what type of person I look for, that is it. And it still tracks to this day. And that's why I love, like, uh, what's his name? The guy, the love interest in Left Town Girls. Like, I just love this brooding, like, artistic person. <laughs> like, Alcoholic. And I, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> besides that, I really like Stu Wolf's character because, yeah, he was, like, really bad. And I really like it, their scenes together with Lola and the, frick, what's the friend's name? I literally cannot remember. Also, who is that actress? Kim. She's in so many things. Or no, she, was, she was in Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, what's her name? Um, it's Frick. I literally was just talking about her with somebody. Hold on, let me look it up. Uh, Allison Hill. And the friend's name is Ella. Okay, yeah. And I she love was also Ella a fun time. too. Because it's, like, realistic. Like, I really like their character. Like, I just like how everybody moved together. Like, yeah. all the dynamics just made sense. Well, I also think it's because the, the, the core relationship of the movie is not about... Um, Lola and one of the guys it's about Lola and her friend yeah which is I think what makes like that's literally the core of the movie and what makes it 
it important. tracks like and i feel like those movies do so well that's like book smart did, did so well like yeah people want to see girl friendships that are positive like yeah there's conflict but and there can be differences and they are different people but they still got each other back at the end of the day and the yeah. costuming for this movie again yes incredible Immediately, yeah. it's very stylized too which yeah. is fun and to the point where literally there are people on etsy selling the iconic coke bottle necklace which is what i'm wearing i am the person that bought it on Etsy. yeah um it's just it's just so good and it i could speak on and on i i literally am just gonna talk in circles about how much i love that movie yeah anyway so then let's move on we i think we mean <laughs> we okay here's the thing about mean girls yes it's a good movie and i but i don't understand I like I love this movie, but I don't understand how it, it's still so big. I don't understand what it is about it. Do you? Um, I think it's just because it's super funny. I don't know. Yeah, I think the jokes aged well. Well, not all the jokes, but most of the jokes aged pretty well. Yeah, I think also which is not common. The mean girl. Okay, I think it did so well because the mean girl trope has been a thing, right? It's been yeah. a thing in movies, but this was the first movie that was like, okay, what are the Mean Girls actually like? Let's like think about the Mean Girls. Yeah. I think that's, that's why I did so well because I think the Mean Girl trope has always been super fascinating, but you know, they did it differently. They did it one. differently, and they did it in a comedic way. And I think because like at the time, like Tina Fey was. I think she was coming off and no, I think she might have been on SNL while she was doing it. And yeah. I think during this time was like peak SNL. So <laughs> yeah, like it definitely was. Nineties to like early thousands, SNL was like peak. Like that yeah. is like everything. So that's when all the big people were on it. Mm-hmm. I think it just. I think. Yeah, I think Tina Fey just does a really good job. I think yeah, there's critiques of like Dirty Rock and stuff and there's dated stuff in that but that's just us evolving as a society period yeah and and i i I think you can tell with her writing too that she also gets more like unbreakable kimmy schmidt is one of my favorite tv shows Mm -hmm. ever ever made like i love that show i can rewatch it a thousand times and i will never get sick of it um but yeah tina fey is also really good at writing characters just in general she is really good at writing characters and she's great at making like regular ass people funny yeah like these are these are people and like i think also just that's why high school movies in general are so popular because like there are these people in high school like i definitely think now as time has gone there's like definitely more levels to it but i feel like there is still truth in that and i think it's just really interesting like how she i think this is kind of like the first movie to call out like the clicks and like be like yeah, yeah. it does just lump in together like there is segmentations in schools and high school and she made it into a comedic way and yeah why people like it so much um it was just the first of that type of movie and i think that's why to us it's like well like why is it so popular because it was the first movie to do this yeah i think um something that tina fey does well that makes mean girls the movie it is is that she uses like very dark situations Mm-hmm. Um, for laugh, like she uses them for laughs, but not to the point where it's offensive. Like yeah. when, when, um, oh my god, me forgetting the main character's name, the mean girl. 
Oh my god. Regina George? Yeah. <gasps> no, I'm You're forgetting that name. Um, when Regina George gets hit by bus towards the end, it is very much played for laughs, even though it is a very serious situation. And also, like, the whole, like, the plot of Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt is actually really scary. But yes. it's never made scary, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Um, so I, I don't know. I like that about all the stuff that Tina Fey makes. And that, that yeah, is why and I will always watch it. Things that happen in real life. Like, things like Kimmy Schmidt does happen in real life. Like, yeah, there has been situations like that in real life. And they are, and like, high school was also, like, it is scary. Like, high school is fucking terrifying. And, like, clicks and shit are terrifying. But, like, to, like, it's, like, different degrees, obviously. But... I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not the same level, but okay. Not the same level, but it's still like she takes real life situations and I mean, which is a great comedian, period. Yeah. Um, and I think also the fish out of water situation, like it has been done over a million times and I really like how they did it in this movie. And I mean, I know this podcast is like named Lindsay Lohan Raise a Generation, yeah. but ultimately... What it boils down to is, like, yes, like, Lindsay Lohan is a great actress, and these movies wouldn't be the same without her. Like, I don't think I could never, like, replace her in any of these movies. But there are so many other moving factors, like the writers and the directors, and also the supporting cast that also make her character great. Yeah. So, and I think that's also, like, what I've, like, when I was thinking about this podcast, I was like, well, there were so many other factors that also obtained to, like, her like being great in this role like yeah I think like, like, sorry because sorry, <laughs> katie, <laughs> katie is the fish out of water and she's basically having janice on one ear and regina on one ear and the other ear and they're basically just telling her how to like do things mm-hmm. really like yeah she still has like her she comes to her own conclusions a little bit but she's definitely like manipulated by both ends yeah i think um I think Katie is the most interesting out of all the Lindsay Lohan characters that we've talked about just because of the way she reacts to things throughout the movie and like what the choices that she makes, which make the movie so interesting. Um, But yeah, you're right. Like these movies, it's not just Lindsay Lohan because yes, you could have had Lindsay Lohan in these movies, but if those actors were not cast in those roles, the movie would not have been as good because yes, Lindsay Lohan is good, but she did not carry these movies by herself. Yeah. And these um, movies emote, like, a certain feeling. And I, I just yeah. don't, like... And I feel like everybody has these feelings with the movies that they grew up with when they were young. I think it's just nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. It's literally nostalgia. And but it's, it's good. Yeah, and it holds up so well. Like, they made Mean Girls into, like, a Broadway version. And it still holds up. And, like, they updated a little bit to, like, match kind of, like, growth in society. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, stuff. and the way that the the Broadway version is getting a movie now that Tina Fey yeah. is also making, and also that she she wants fans to help her cast it, which is the coolest thing ever. Yes, which is what I love everybody that. should do. Yeah, everybody should do that. Also, if they don't use Renee Rapp as um, Regina, I don't. Like, I'm really upset. I, I think, is- yeah, I think they have to use some of those uh, yeah. cast members because they feel like, especially because Renee Rapp just got casted in a movie. So like, obviously she's on her way to in a movie. So, and she's so good, and she's young. She's literally she literally just graduated from high school. So like, it the age makes sense, and Mm -hmm. the like 
I because I, I saw Renee rap when I was when I saw it on Broadway and literally I was so enamored with her I was like staring at her the whole time I was like she is everything she and she's so nice like I watch her videos and stuff anyways I just love Mean Girls and I love how it's held up for so long and it's definitely like it's gonna hold up for years like it's, it's just a classic movie it really is yeah like people and still I'm, like it's still like on Wednesdays we wear pink and like mm-hmm. on every October oh my god I mean I know what day sure. whatever that October 3rd that gif is everywhere and I don't think when they wrote it they were literally thinking that like I literally think they just picked a random date and we're like okay and then like you go and Coco and freaking yeah. the holiday dance like and Kevin G his rap like it, it's just like there's so many good moments in that movie and honestly a lot of the moments that we remember don't even have Lindsay Lohan in them <gasps> you're actually very right about that mm-hmm. now that yeah. I'm thinking about it and oh wow interesting but it's just such an iconic movie did you watch the um table read like that they had recently mm, wait i I don't think i watched the table read but i watched when they did the phone scene yeah it was really awkward yeah i would expect so wait was Lindsay lohan there huh was Lindsay lohan there yeah she was in the phone scene but she doesn't have any lines in that scene she has like two lines oh that's probably why i didn't remember if she was there or not because that's the only part of it i watched yeah um on twitter it was just there and i was like okay let's watch it did they read through the whole movie i didn't watch the whole thing because it wasn't like i don't think no they didn't watch do the whole thing they just like did a couple scenes i think and then they just talked they were like talking with each other that's interesting Um, but yeah i think this movie even though katie is the main character these side characters hold so much weight and the movie wouldn't be as iconic as it was if it weren't for all these characters yeah absolutely and also like um damien i guess was like a really big deal for the time because like you know like kurt actually yeah damien had to be well i don't think i watched mean girls until like later in life um like i watched mean girls before i did glee what i watched mean girls before i saw glee yeah so that was the first big i think gay character that i saw on yeah yeah i just i totally forgot about damien when we're talking about glee I mean, this wasn't the same podcast, but we talked about how, like, Kurt was, like, one of the first things we saw. But I think but it was different audiences, honestly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mean Girls is definitely more catered to, like, millennials because Mean Girls yeah. was, like, kind of, it's, like, a little bit more raunchier than what we were allowed to watch when we were, in 2004, we were, like, in elementary school. So, yeah, yeah. I don't think it would have been appropriate for our parents to let us watch that. Um, but, so I think that's why I didn't. Yeah. Anyways, but I in the table read, um, the main character of the date, the guy that plays Damien, was telling Tina Fey how like that character Damien meant so much to people because, you know, being gay and like proudly out gay, like how mm-hmm. Damien was in Mean Girls, it, it just it helped inspire a lot of people, I guess. Yeah. Also, I think table read. they weren't using him as the butt of jokes. No. Which like yeah, there are a couple of gay jokes, but they're not like. They're not like in on the nose, like haha, get it because he's gay. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I I think I just love that movie so much. I think that's why it holds up because of all the characters. There's like somebody, yeah. and I feel like as you get older, there's somebody you see each character for how they are. Also, just saying, like Janice is also kind of manipulative as well. Yeah, she is. I think that was kind of the point, but I definitely didn't catch it the first time I watched it. I don't but think anybody did really. Yeah. 
I think the whole point is kind of like the mean girls aren't always the mean girls, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But you don't get that when you're like 10 years old or like 11 years old. Yeah, no, not at all. Yeah. Anyways, so we got through the chunk of it. Three of those movies, those three movies are all iconic. Like, in like, I feel like we barely talked about Lindsay Lohan. We talked a lot about like the sense (laughs) stuff, which is fine. Like, I, I, that's what I did it to be, honestly. And well, we I can get we can get a little bit more in depth into what happened to her and why it happened to her. Yeah, yeah. That is a whole thing. But the last movie that we kind of wanted to mention a little bit. Honestly, I don't even have that much to say about it. But her be fully loaded. I wanted that car. Yeah, you don't understand. No. I wanted that car. No, like I wanted a VW Bug so bad because VW Bugs for some reason were always in early two thousand movies. Yeah, they were. So I really like this movie. I really like. Maggie like I think and also she was also in Just My Luck which is also a good movie I think all of her characters are just like so they're just relatable and I think that's why people like them and that's why people yeah. latch onto them very much not so. only that but they're also so completely different and then still also the same character I don't know if that yes. makes sense but no. they're all very different but they're the same character yeah exactly so yeah Herbie for Loaded was also really good I really because like and like I feel like I changed like what I wanted to be based on these characters I saw because like I feel like when I saw Lola I was like oh I want to be her but when I saw Maggie I was like oh I want to be her <laughs> like I, like because and like, they're very different characters but they're yeah, also they the same at yeah the <gasps> it's like the, it's the way they're I don't know their personality I guess is the same thing but the situation they're in is completely different yeah which is so funny. I don't and know. I, I love Herbie because she's into cars and she's into like racing and she's yeah like, she's not like the other girls yeah um so yeah she so after 2006 so Lindsay lohan turns 21 in 2007 and that is when everything just kind of like went to shit for Lindsay lohan um between 2007 and 2009 she got arrested multitude of times she became like this figure a party girl super always paparazzi she got caught with cocaine like other drugs and she was just like she was addicted to alcohol and you know all that stuff yeah um i can only imagine being like a fully formed adult while this was happening like being like 21 years old and like watching all these Lindsay lohan movies and then seeing all that i feel like i don't yeah i think okay the thing that scares me about this whole like oh um teen celebrity off the rail goes wild yeah what scares me about that is that it's always um the women that are like completely scrutinized like that mm-hmm. and oftentimes it, it the way that the media is talking about them happens before they start acting like this yeah which i think is a factor in that yeah. like it would drive anyone insane like the stuff like they analyze every little thing they do they treat them like they're adults even though they're literally like 15 um, which is very scary. And it's really interesting. I don't know, I can't really think of a, a male parallel for the same time, but just generally, like, I think men portrayed in the media at the same time as her were like, oh, he's a womanizer, but that's, like, a positive thing, because, I, like, for some reason, everything in our society is catered to the male. And yeah. be, being a womanizer is, like, the ultimate thing you can do as a man. And, like, which is so stupid and being they're womanizer they're 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 partying too but like it's because they're the coolest guy in hollywood yeah and when they're photographed like outside of a club it's like 
yeah. it's put in a completely different light than a teen celebrity walking mm-hmm. out of a club. And they use, like, a cool picture of them. Well, she wasn't a then, teen then, but I think no, people, yeah, I know, but, like, people viewed her as the teen because that's what she, all the roles she played. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but I, I think that's a critique on Hollywood and as consumers of media as a whole and, like, because people were so people focused and so hard on her life and i feel like i feel like like we said like she did all these movies probably back to back to back to back mm-hmm. so i think when you're playing other characters i mean i'm not an actor but from like watching interviews and stuff you really get into these characters and like i feel like when you play all these different types of characters back to back to back you kind of and especially when you're growing as a adult like a human like the times that she was filming these movies was formative years of her life and I feel like she probably felt like she didn't get to fully express herself especially because a lot of the stuff she did was Disney and you know stuff like that yeah um, and, and I think Disney is so tracks. scary it tracks because it happened to multiple other Disney celebrities yeah and yet no one says anything about Disney even though there's a pattern here. He's on the person. Yeah. One I day think, we'll have a conversation about how Disney treats its But I think it's not, even, it's not even just Disney. Like, yeah, Disney is, like, a big person. But, like, think about, like, Justin Bieber. Think about, like, yeah. like uh, there's a lot of other, act- like, child actors, like Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore yeah. and, like, stuff like that. But it's just, like... I think people get too nostalgic and want to keep these people the same, like how they were at their prime years, I guess you could say. Yeah. Like, like people want Justin Bieber to be the one less only girl, girl kid with the swoopy hair and like the teen heartthrob. But no, he's growing. People want to yeah. do more to be this like young girl who is like super prim and proper. Like that's just a lot of pressure for anybody. Yeah. Like, they want to like imagine Peter Pan being, them. Yeah. Imagine being, 17 to 22 years old like if i had all that attention on me like that i would probably go insane too yeah so, i 100 would yeah exactly like it's just it's too much pressure for anybody and i think um i think now people like kind of respect boundaries more a little bit yeah um, but it's still not good because of social media yeah i think it's different it's because a different I think now way. Yeah, yeah, yeah i think celebrities can form their own like the the way that they're portrayed they can make it their own mm-hmm. because of social media but that just but it's still hyper analyzed because i think yeah exactly the social media aspect it it um enhances like the parasocial relationship that fans get to celebrities because parasocial relationship is basically like how i explain it is like um you know how like you feel like you're friends with celebrity like you know them mm-hmm. so well but in reality they don't know anything about you yeah it's basically that that's basically how you simplify parasocial relationships um for people listening i don't know if you know that but i feel like i've talked to you about it but yeah um yeah so i think social media enhances the parasocial relationship so i think the fans get a little bit more possessive and i think the paparazzi have died down a little bit um well i think the this whole phenomenon of like treating them like this it's stopped with the child actors and moved on to the child influencers because the way that people were treating these actors back then is the way that we see them treating like charlie d'amelio and all these like teen (laughs) influencers i guess yeah they're the ones being treated like this now 
which is still yeah. scary. It is still scary. And I'm like, it just worries me so much, like how this is going to affect these people. Especially because like Charlie D'Amelio is like 16 years old. Like, or like yeah. she just 17 or something. Like she's super young. And like, I think, I think it's a lot of pressure for anybody to be under. And I just feel bad for Lindsay Lohan that like all of those years of her life was literally put on blast by everybody at all times like i feel like every single week a headline was about lindsay lohan yeah how she was crazy and abusing drugs and like i think that's like i think hollywood and like media need to leave celebrities the fuck alone when they're obviously struggling yes leave it the fuck alone don't do that that's so ugly especially like from a journalism stance like yeah you want to cover the truth but do not glamorize or like sensationalize somebody's struggle like that that's really gross and, and i feel like do it, we were yeah is... and we were so we're still okay with it i think now as a society we're kind of growing more towards like being grossed out uh-huh. by like, like daily mail and like stuff that still do that but yeah, I was literally gonna say Daily Mail because I think yeah. the the an, an, not not maybe not as much as that, but for example, the way that they are so okay. I don't like Kanye West, right? But the way that they talk about like his mental health issues in yeah. the media is really really gross and really scary. Um, so I don't know. I I do think uh, like audiences are getting better at being like, okay, I'm, why are you having an opinion on this? But like the media still doesn't and they still kind of phrase things in the way that'll get the most clicks like words like crazy and off the rails and stuff like that um even though that is people are not how people just prey on people's downfall like yeah (laughs) like we get but it's true though like yeah no no, yeah love justin bieber at one point everyone loved lindsay lohan at one point but then then, for some reason what happened they went to a party one time and then the media was like they're going crazy and everyone's like oh my god they're going crazy and then it's just then you're preying on somebody's downfall which is so fucked up because i feel like both like Lindsay, like Lindsay lohan especially like since this podcast about i'll use her as an example like she just turned 21 Mm -hmm. like she should be going out and partying that is literally what people do when they're 21 yeah like and like i don't know it's just really i think if, really I think if everyone was as like scrutinized as she was when they were 21 like imagine if your 21st year of being alive was completely documented on the internet yeah the bad things and the good things it was just all online for anyone to see at any point yeah. that is a very scary thought yeah and I think, like, Lindsay Lohan definitely had, like, her issues as well. Like, I watched, I, I was reading a couple things and, like, watching some videos about, like, why people don't want to work with her. And, like, like at that time, like, she just completely, like, blackballed herself, to be honest. Like, she never showed, like, she would not show up on sets, like, at all. And, like, that's money. Like, when you don't show up on <laughs> Stop. No, it's true, though. Like, no, but, it is. And, like, that's kind of the job of like a producer and stuff like it you have to make sure we're not not losing money on this production and like if your main lead which is Lindsay lohan doesn't show up then what the fuck are you gonna do you know the way that 
I forgot that she was on Glee. Yeah, I know. I forgot she was on <laughs> Ugly Betty, too. Yeah, um, she did a lot of, like, random little TV cameos. Yeah. But even then, like, I heard, like, she was really hard to work with on those things. Yeah. And I think, it, I, I'm sure she has some, like, upset with herself, but that she, like, puts on, like, because she honestly was projected to be, like, a really great movie star. Uh-huh. Like, because of all the roles that she had, like, she's projected to be, like, huge and do big things, but because of how scandalized her life was in the media, she wasn't able to do that, and I'm sure she just has resentment because of that, and she carries that into, like, the small roles that she does get. Yeah. And also, she's mentally ill, probably, and also, like, she probably did hella drugs, so she's a little fried in the brain. Yeah. Um, And she tried to do, like, a beach club, and she's trying to, like, get her life together, but I think maybe, like, she just got dealt such a shitty hand, like, at the end of the day, and I think just people need to be more forgiving. Yeah, (laughs) I'm personally, I am ready for Lindsay Lohan to make her comeback. Yeah, and she, um, she, I guess I was looking into like what she's doing now, and I guess she was on like on uh, she was on a success successful TV show in the UK that might get okay. picked up for a second season. So like, I think she's like starting to actually take things seriously again. Okay, that's good. Good for good for Lindsay. Yeah. So, it's just so crazy. Like, I think <laughs> she's such an interesting person, like in general. But I no, think yeah. I think I'm just so. I think it's just so interesting how people can be so popular in general and like so beloved and then immediately society like switches on them and they're like especially when they when people turn their backs on them when they're at their most vulnerable low states which is very scary because i feel like no one would want that to happen to themselves and yeah. that's what we did to poor Lindsay. Yeah, exactly. so it i think we, I think there's positive things, like, again, like, just, like, wrapping it up, like, I think there's been the positive changes as to, like, how we do with, like, people, like, that are scandalized, like, in their lives are scandalized in Hollywood, but yeah. I think, especially when it comes to, like, child actors and, you know, people that just skyrocket to fame overnight, like, let's remind ourselves that they're human. Yeah. Like, and I'm, like, really try to put yourself in the shoe, in their shoes. And, like, I know people want fame and they want money. And they're, like, well, they have fame. They have money. Like, how could they not be happy? How could they do all these decisions? But you, nobody knows how you're going to act in that situation until it actually happens to you. Yeah, so, exactly. I think people need to be more supportive in the words, words than antagonizing in their words. So, yeah. And also, like, say, <laughs> understanding that you're only seeing a fraction of mm-hmm. th- who this person is. Like, you yes. guys, me saying you guys <laughs> to, to the people, um, you can pretend that you know someone as much as you want, but you literally do not until they're literally, like, in front of you. And even that, it's like, it takes, a t- it, like, it takes time to get to know a person fully. Exactly. And that is not something that can ever be done through social media or the internet or interviews with whoever um which is a scary thought i think to some people who like idolize um certain celebrities but it's true sorry and like imagine having somebody like your um anonymity in life like is just taken away from you basically forever yeah 
like somebody like you're i feel like you would i feel like you would live in constant fear that somebody's gonna recognize you and if you're having a bad day like and somebody catches you like it's the end all be all of your career because especially because of cancel culture nowadays yeah and i don't know it is just scary and i think we really need to look at ourselves and how we react to celebrities and like social media people or whatever anybody that you look up to like really thinking about i know it seems super deep but they are real they are real people and i feel like a lot of people forget that like just because you sign up to like put out a fraction of your life on a screen doesn't mean your life should be on display for everybody at all times like you didn't sign up for that right so i don't know that's where i stand on it that's why i try not to like bother celebrities like if i ever see them in public like i just try to like if i see somebody i like in public i'll just be like uh-huh. hi i just want you to like, you know like i really love your work like i don't want to cause attention to themselves well like, also i think me not me defending i don't want to defend paparazzi and those kind of people because they're disgusting and i've had interactions with them and they're really gross um and just <laughs> seeing how they treat people is very scary but um mm-hmm. I think also when you are becoming popular, and especially with social media um, kind of influencers or whatever, you know that a part of that is being recognized in public, especially with the social media influencers, because that's, I feel like that's literally the point of their job. Like, yeah, they don't but really I think do much. We argue about this all. I feel like we've argued about this before. Oh, yeah. But I, I've changed I my I've changed my stance about it a little bit. Too much people expect way too much out of people. Yeah, absolutely. Like you can't show up to people's houses and be like, yeah. "My kids just want a picture." Like that is terrifying, and you are not okay. But like those how people, people ruin it for everybody else. I think. Yeah, exactly. Like, like the okay. The specific example that I'm thinking of is there was like uh, some woman and her two kids. She drove them to David Dobrik's house, and they knocked on his doorbell, and they were like, "We want to." meet you um which is i don't know how to explain to a grown woman that that is not appropriate like i like i feel like if she doesn't get it then i just don't know how i can explain that to her Mm -hmm. so for that angle of it yeah that's disgusting but i mean like if there's someone on the street that you see and you want to say hi to them like you said you just say hi to them you don't have to be like oh my god can i like don't react to them if they don't want to take a picture then leave it like exactly like, I just, like, like, I would feel like they would appreciate way more. I feel like they would appreciate way more if you had a conversation about their work. Because that's what they yeah. do. I feel like I, and you would be remembered more, to be honest. Yeah. Like, well, it's before a we, interaction before, with their day. Before we go on a, a tangent about this again, because um, Kim and I both have very different opinions on this, I think. But yeah. I also think it's a, a lot of times in these situations where the person was, like, oh, the celebrity was mean to me. It was either the person approached them in a very aggressive manner, mm-hmm. which in that case, the celebrity has completely, like they, they, it's okay for them to respond aggressively by. But they're, they're also rude celebrities. And there is evidence of that, in like videos of them like completely treating other people as if they are not important, which is also another. I guess, uh, but you can tell the difference, I think. If, but I don't think you should hold it against somebody if they're having a bad day. But if there are celebrities out there that genuinely don't appreciate their fans, and honestly, some celebrities are just plain not good people. Exactly. So. Anyway. But, yeah. I think we go on for this for another hour. But huh? I think everybody handles stress differently, and everybody will handle fame differently. 
I think yeah. it just depends. But just general note, let's just try to remember that celebrities are real people. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Even though you idealize them in like these characters and it's hard to like separate that, of course. Like I, I, because you latch onto these characters so hard, but I think there's so many, I like celebrities like Lindsay Lohan that get their lives ruined because there's so much pressure on them. Yeah. So I think. In conclusion, that yeah. It. That was a good way to sum it up. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm personally, I'm ready for Lindsay Lohan to come back. I think yeah. time, I think the world has changed enough um, for her to make it back. As you, like you said, there was, she's on some TV show in the UK. So maybe that'll make its way over here. I don't even know what you're talking about, but hopefully that keeps going well for her um, because I think we're ready to see her on our screens again. Yeah. Um, That's what right. the video I said I watched said. They were like, uh -huh. if Hollywood loves anything, it's a comeback kid. And I was like, I mean, they're not wrong. The video they're not wrong. Like, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, all right. So. <sighs> um, the, by the time this is up, well, this is okay. By next week, by the next podcast episode, we will probably know who the president of the United States is, oh, which God. is very scary. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, it's because usually we're at the end, we're like, everyone go vote. But at this point, it's like, you voted or not, mm -hmm. um, which is scary. But stay safe, um, everyone. Wear a mask. Um, be nice to people. And remember that some <laughs> celebrities are people too. You see them out in the streets. Any final and words? try not to feed into the media trying to scandalize people's lives. Yeah, let's stop that. That's already too much. Yeah. All right, see you next time, everybody. <laughs> Bye.